0: How oh, Civis Broadcasting. My name is Luffy Haskell de Sivis.
1: And I'm Silas DeSivis.
0: And this is a very special echo. It's the first of the new year. New us, right?
1: Absolutely. A chance to do things a little different. And in the spirit of doing things a little different. We today are going to have on our very first forged guest. And I'm really excited about that.
0: As am I. I really can't wait. We also have a little bit of news, as well as uh, a special New Year horoscope reading.
1: Oh, and we also, of course, have a look for these asks.
0: It's been, it feels like forever since I've gotten to do them. I really can't wait.
1: (laughs) And and you know what? I think we've got quite a few interesting ones to answer today.
0: So, without further ado, this is...
1: A A Chronicle Chronicle of Echoes.
0: off with a reading of the horoscopes let's get started
1: take it away Luffy.
0: children of zoranter you'll find an outlet to your energy this year in the form of wealth your moon has risen in astelabor showing that an influx of coin will come just as you need it to to assist with whatever you put your energies toward with erith full in the new year you may be seeing some travel as well those born under Olaroon, Your moon rises in Tiamat this year. I must warn you to know yourself. You'll be given power this year that you have to be wary of. In your hands as a protector, you could do good with this power. Or you could harm others, deeply and unknowingly. As Volt is in its first quarter, you may face your dilemmas alone. For those born under Therendor... Baracus is hiding behind your moon as both rise in Lendis. You'll find yourself deciding on what is just and fair this year, healing a friend's broken heart, perhaps, as your shy Baracus may indicate. Children of Erie, you will find your inspiration in your own humiliation this year as your moon rises in Halal. You haven't reached your full potential yet, so let yourself learn from your past mistakes as a waxing Crescent xeranter shows the reaching of this potential. Those born under Trafaco, this will be a dark year for you. Your moon is rising in Falazur, and your crescent waning. You'll find that your flock is a field when you need them most. With Larvian crescent waning as well, you may realize that you simply must look harder to find the light at the end of the tunnel. But worry not, because it is there. Those born under Nim, your moon rises brazenly on its own, bowing to no celestial body but itself. This is your year to be truly and utterly yourself. Throw the parties that you have planned but never actually had and invite all you can because this is a year where the more the merrier. Children of Larvian, your moon has risen into Mara this year, indicating something unexpected. You'll find this year you will meet someone new. A new friend, or you may be welcoming a new and unexpected family member. Those born under Baracus, you will enter this year with your moon shyly rising in Lendis. You may get irritated this year as you will see the truth of something, but you cannot show others. Rely on your closest companions to shed your light and show the truth that is to be had. Children of Ron, what a lucky and joyous year for you as your moon rises in Bahamut and shines brightly for Emeron to see. Use your lucky disposition this year to better those around you. Work on something new, as Aerith is full as well, meaning good things for those creatively inclined. Ciphras, children, your moon rises in Crenepsis. Normally, you would prefer to keep to the shadows, and that will do you just well this year. The eye in the lantern cannot see your machinations, So plan in peace, knowing that you may guide fate's hand from the shadows. Children of Aerith, your moon is full and rising in Eo, showing that your wandering feet will lead you to a new and magical place. All of those who would be moving through the world should also remember this. As when Aerith is strong, so are portals to other places, drawing you in with magnified power this year due to Io's influence. Those born under Volt, Asturinian guides your moon into the sky. Know that this will be a productive year for you, as your creativity and trade will soar as never before, helping you swoop in as Volt often does and save a project or fix a situation. Many will notice that Garrix led no moon into the sky this year, which means that its influence will touch all. Garrix promises that 998 will be chaotic and possibly destructive to ourselves and to our homes.
1: I have to say that it's always a pleasure to hear the horoscopes, but there tend to be a lot of uh, lot of negative, and I can't. No, no one wants to have a bad horoscope at the very first month of the year. I'm sure.
0: I agree, and I feel really bad.
1: So, uh, with that, let's throw some more negative on the fire, shall we?
0: Oh my goodness, why do you say so? Well,
1: because it's the start of the new year, and that means the start of the new news, and the news is never good.
0: (laughs) Why is that so true?
1: (laughs) Well, you know what? Let's start with something positive, then. Today uh, has been an unseasonably warm day, and I spent some time wandering the towers and had a pretty good day. And I watched the competition between the the Clifftop Adventures Guild and Deathgate. Where they do the uh, diving, and it was absolutely fantastic to watch the teams compete. All the new adventurers coming out and trying their best.
0: Oh, that would... Oh, my nerves would just be too bad for that. I can't even imagine.
1: Well, I mean, it's fun to watch from a distance, but I couldn't be that close.
0: Well, Let's talk about the article we have from the Sharn Inquisitive.
1: Do you want to hit that, or do you want me? I've got it. All right, then.
0: Four members of the Sharn Guard and 14 suspected members of a cult are dead after a pitched battle in the Northridge district of Longstairs on Weir. A lead in an ongoing kidnapping investigation had led authorities to an apartment tower on 10 Drums Street. Watch Sergeant Erdrin Vonti was on the scene. Upon entering the tower, the Watch was beset by human and dwarvish cultists shouting nonsensical slogans about Zoriat and Thune. Uh, they were brandishing spears and daggers. The Watch briefly retreated until they got three squads of reinforcements. Vonti said that they then re-entered the tower and engaged the cultists. The cultists then began to display signs of a magical taint, purplish, venal growth on their limbs, and the cultists that immolated themselves and nearby combatants exploding with a fire from within. Ooh, that's creepy. Uh, So little is known about the cultists, and establishing the identities of the cultists is an ongoing process made difficult by the poor quality of their remains. The blackened book branch of the Watch will likely lead the ongoing cult investigations starting tomorrow, but the Sword Point Garrison will retain a lead role in the kidnapping case that uncovered the cult in the first place.
1: You know, there has been a sizable uptick recently, I've noticed, in different terroristic organizations throughout Sharn. I've heard recent rumors of the Wan operating in Sharn and being apprehended, and now this new group. It it seems like we may be dealing solidly with uh, increased cult activity.
0: That could be entirely the case. So, uh, how about our next bit of news, Silas?
1: Today marks the third day of the continued protests going on in the Cogs, where Forged are desperately trying to be noticed and get the freedoms that they were so rightly promised underneath the signing of the Treaty of Thronehold. I was down there earlier today on my walkabout, and I saw many different signs, many different slogans being chanted, including sovereigns, not slaves. Our war is not over. Uh, Thronehold means freedom. And all of that is going on at this moment in time outside of Drummond Independent Workshop. The Forge there are protesting for better wages and equal rights, and it is hard to see that they are still not getting that. We talked about this months ago, and I thought that things were going to change, and hopefully our guest today can help Shine some light on what it is to be a forged.
0: Well, you know what? Uh, Let's move on to some of Luffy's asks.
1: I would be delighted. Oh, good. Uh, This one's uh, one's a nice one. Hello, it's uh, me again, Slam. I don't think I can speak on forged culture. I don't think anyone can. And that is the issue. All I need is a shed to sit in for a few hours. I don't sleep. I don't eat. I don't breathe. When I don't do something productive, something I know that I'm good at, I don't feel like I'm alive. And the one thing I know I'm good at, I shouldn't do. Or at least I shouldn't do it like I used to. Thank you, Miss Alufi. Anyways, because I don't eat, I don't have a signature dish. Because I don't sleep, I don't have a bed. Or care particularly about furniture. I could learn how to play an instrument, or garden, or paint. But that's not culture. That's a hobby at worst, job at best. It's hard to explain just how lost I feel. We are too new to have culture. I can't speak for other Forged, and that's what proves it. When Forged can speak for more than oneself, that's when we can say with confidence that we have a culture. I've heard about the Lord of Blades and his followers, but I feel that they are not solving the problem. They are continuing to do the one thing they know how, war, because they don't need much, don't have much, and hate sitting still. Before we have culture, we must learn to relax, learn to stop obsessing over a hobby or a job like it's a lifeline, We must have real homes and communities, have a reason to be in them, and enjoy them past what's required. We must come together and figure out how we do these things as a group, not just as an individual. I must find more meaning, more reasons to exist past hitting, before I can be part of a culture. I hope this makes sense, and I'm not just rambling. Slam. While not a question, I I think that's, uh...
0: Very pertinent.
1: And powerful.
0: Now we do have our guest coming on to talk about Forged culture and what it means to be a Forged post-war. I think the first step is to gain a better sense of self. Slam, I have, I guess, homework for you and any other Forged out there having an issue with what they should be doing next. Go to a salon. I want you to change something about yourself that doesn't help you be stronger or faster or anything like that. Pick a color that's pretty and have your carapace changed. Get some pretty engravings or hair. I don't know if you do real hair or or, or metal hair or fake hair. It doesn't matter. Help you become a little more individual.
1: I'd also like to mention that I uh, have heard rumors, uh, reports at one point in time, of a place, um, the first Forge Tavern, it exists here in Brayland. I don't remember the name of it. So uh, I think that that is an exciting thing, to think that Forged are creating for themselves and not for the delight of others around them. It's specifically a tavern that caters to Forged.
0: Let's move on to our next question.
1: Hopefully this time it's a question. Mm-mm. Hello. I didn't know kids can send letters too. Well, that's something it's going to have to... My daddy has... An alk all magic drink shop. Mommy and Auntie work in a guild. Daddy wants me to learn to make the magic drinks. Mommy wants me to learn how to sneak attack and read thieves' cant. But I want to be a wizard. What should I do? Love, Dis Aster Baxter. P.S. Can you read thieves' cant?
0: Well, if you want to be a wizard, you should be a wizard. If you find that magic runes and old dusty books are your friends, then go for that. But also remember that your mommy and your daddy can teach you very, very important things as you grow up. Just because your mommy wants you to do one thing and your daddy wants you to do another and you want to do something entirely different doesn't mean that you still can't learn from your mommy and your daddy. Your daddy can teach you how to make some of those special magic drinks and your mommy can teach you how to use a dagger proficiently when in situations that you need to. And remember, you're still young. You have plenty of time to figure out what you want to do with your life.
1: And uh, can, can you read these, can't- camp-
0: Oh, me? Yes.
1: Oh, really? I didn't realize. Mm-hmm.
0: It's really good to know when you're walking around Clifftop and you happen to live near Clifftop, just in case there's a sign outside your house that says easy pickings because <laughs> you don't want that to ever happen to you.
1: No, I wouldn't imagine you would.
0: I would like to take this opportunity to say thank you first and foremost to everybody who is listening in to this echo and I also want to encourage everyone to go ahead and go over to the echo or device and look at that Description pad that has some nice bits of information about today's Echo, including where you can find the Sharn Inquisitive and how to get in contact with us. That little pad will definitely tell you that you can always send mail to House Civis Echoer Station at gmail.com. That is G for gnome. If ever you want to send us a Luffy's Asks or just a little bit of fan mail, tell us how we're doing. We like listening from you. You can also comment uh, on the comment pad right next to that description pad with Alufi's Asks Questions, what you think of today's Echo, and really anything.
1: And then, of course, if you're there, make sure you speak with our subscribe to make sure that you are up to date on all the latest Echoes all the time.
0: Many of you will know that we have partnered with House Cundarack's Patreon. And so don't forget to, on that description pad, it will tell you how you can become a patron of us and all of the wonderful things that comes with being a patron of the Echoers.
1: And we've actually just sent out letters to our patrons, didn't we? Uh, Some of Mm -hmm. just nice thank yous for a lot of our biggest fans. We, We greatly appreciate everything you've done.
0: Lovely handwritten notes by me, and I... Something that reeks of alcohol from Silas. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it a letter. It's more rambling.
1: Well, I, I, I'm not very good at the social engagement via letter. I'm much better in person. Speaking of which, there is a young gentleman who I met uh, earlier in the week, and I wanted to just give a special shout out to that gentleman. Uh, the gentleman's name is Hunter Meyer. He was very polite and said wonderful things about the Agors and. I don't usually get a lot of interaction from people, so I just wanted to say thank you, Mr. Meyer.
0: They're normally off put by the fact that you smell like a pickle. I'm um, meeps, if you would.
2: House Civis Broadcasting.
1: to introduce you all to. He is a Forged from the Reaches, and he's agreed to talk to us today about what it is to be a Forge
2: in Sharn. This
1: is our guest, Ashes.
2: Greetings. Uh, it, it
1: is fantastic to meet you. I'm delighted to have you here in the booth. Uh, would you tell us a little
2: about yourself? I am called Ashes. I am a warforged created to fight in the last war.
0: And uh, who who did you fight for, Ashes?
2: During my time fighting, I was part of a commission base. I fought for a total of eight different houses.
1: Well, that is that is a lot. Uh, I can't imagine being on the front lines there, protecting the houses as they're out in the field. That That is, you, sir, are an absolute treasure to us. I'm sure that our house was involved in that in some way, and we appreciate you for your service.
2: I do not do research in the names of houses. I was simply taught to fight.
1: Well, well that is fair. In regard to being taught to fight, How do you feel now that you are unable to fight for a nation or for a cause? How does it feel being post-war?
2: I feel lost. I feel as though we were given meaning during our creation, and now that meaning has been stripped from us. I choose only to wander, I suppose.
1: Now, you say that you were given meaning at your creation. Do you mean that you were given that incentive to fight at creation? Because... That is something that you learned after the fact. It's not as though you were created and then immediately could fight. It took training and time.
2: But I was given purpose.
1: Couldn't you be given a new purpose? Or couldn't you have been given a different purpose at that time that would perhaps affect your view of war? Let's say the house that created you initially made you a servitor. You you were there to cater to the whims of a royal family. Do you think that that would be a a pursuit that you could still do at that time?
2: I do not believe so. I believe that the Warforged have a unique origin. We were all created for a purpose. We were told our purpose and trained to perform that purpose. And now that it has been stripped from us, we face something that you are all familiar with, but we do not know. We are forced to find a meaning for ourselves.
0: So is there a way that House Kaneth could assist in creating new purpose for all of you
2: it seems as though they have not taken the action to do so i believe that there is a chance for change and i do believe that they are capable of creating it but for now only time will tell
1: now do you think that lack of purpose and that need to find some way to keep going is why the lord of blades has been so successful in his recruitment of different people
2: i do not believe so i believe that he is unable to change I believe he is recreating the purpose that he was given during his creation. I believe that the war is over, but his is not. I believe he is continuing to wage battles in the name of battle, and he will only cause pain.
0: So a lot of people worship the Lord of Blades uh, as some form of, of God. And I do know that other Forged do worship the Sovereign Host, or uh, Church of the Silver Flame. What's your view on religion? Do you worship? Are you faithful?
2: I do not understand religion. Could you explain it to me from your perspective?
0: Well, it's kind of like when you know that something's there, but you can't actually see it. It's like deep inside you, and it helps you find purpose. Or gives you a set of rules to live by. I was given
2: a set of rules to live by during my creation and the process of which I gathered my experience. And that was all tangible. These were things I could explain. What makes something invisible and what gives it that power?
0: That is a very profound statement.
1: Uh, I would agree with that, Alufi. I I feel that for me, uh, uh, religion is not so much invisible as it is ethereal. It is like the wind. It is there and you can feel it, but you can't see it, you can't touch it. It it just exists and you know it's there because you can see the signs of it
2: all around. But the wind is a force that blows on its own. It has laws that govern it. Why does a god not create force?
1: Well, I, I think that if you were to... Speak with members of the Flame; they would agree that that force exists in the Silver Flame, in Flamekeep, It is an actual pillar of flame, and thus uh, an actual force of that god. Um, but but let's let's not continue down that road and uh, cause a whole bunch of issues for our listeners and discussion about whether or not one religion is better than another.
2: Interesting. I was not aware that religion was an ethereal source of dispute.
1: It is one of the many ethereal sources of dispute. So,
0: I recently got an Aloofy's ask from one of our listeners named Slam. Slam was wondering what he could do in current society... Back during the war, he, he was a, a brawler. But now, that's not something that he particularly wants to do. I advised him to find something hitting adjacent. What is something that you would advise for, for Slam? Or what are the sorts of things that you have found to fill your spare time?
2: That is a very curious question. I have sought that answer for the past two years. I believe that it is our purpose now, that the war is over, to adapt. We were given life and a purpose, but as this life continues, it seems as though purpose changes. I believe he has a skill set and experience, but that is something that can be recreated and changed. For myself, I choose to wander the Eldin reaches, and I have found that there is a stain, a curse of undead there, that if left unchecked, could spread. I believe we can create purpose for ourselves, and for myself, it would be fighting them.
1: You've brought up undead, and there are many people, and many nations, carneth in particular, who used undead during the last war, and also used Warforged, and kind of see the two in tandem as not people. How do you assert to those around you who don't believe that you're people that you are, that you are given these lives and freedom and you have these rights due in part to the Treaty of Thronehold? How do you convince them that you are people, that that you deserve to be treated as such?
2: What do they believe makes a person a person? Well,
1: I I think that is a very complex uh, question and preconceived prejudices that people have. Then I
2: believe that if they determine What makes a person being their blood, then I am not a person. I do not have that blood. Well,
1: I I think a lot of people, uh, myself included, would say it is that you are sentient, that you are capable of making your own choices, that yes, you were given a purpose, but undead don't get that ability to choose for themselves. You do.
2: Perhaps to them, I will never be a person, but it seems as though you believe that actions taken of our own accord make us people. Yes. In which um, case, undead are not and we are i suppose judging by the structure of your question that the answer to that question depends on the perception of the person asking it
1: that is fair i i think that a lot of people who ask that question i feel like they're trying to find that thing that gives you that otherness and so that way they can disclude you from all conversations regarding your future
2: now perhaps they are seeking a specific answer that is maybe not the truth. Maybe they are asking the question, expecting an answer to be what they believe.
0: So on a similar subject, there have been recent movements here in Sharn of people and Forged Alight requesting to be called something other than War Forged as there's no war anymore. How do you feel about this want or, or need to change what your people are called?
2: That is very interesting. It is not something that I have considered. I believe that we should be aware of our origins and not change the past in our own perception. We were forged for war. We have experience. We have fought in battle. We are made by war. But that does not make us who we are now and who we may be in the future. I believe those who wish to choose their name have every right to do so, but they shouldn't neglect our history
1: well there seems to be a push by many uh warforged that, that using that term warforged implies that that's all they are good for and sets that standard of thinking for other people
0: that's kind of a terrifying thought though like flesh forged
1: yeah absolutely it's
2: um disturbing
1: yes disturbing Definitely. is the word i would use yes
2: then perhaps why not call us ourselves well as i said it
1: is a term that warforged are beginning to use as a term for their people because they don't want to be associated with war. I think that there are a lot of complex dealings at the moment. It's been two years since war and two years since you've been given that level of freedom. I think everyone's just striving to find their own place in the world and how they fit into it.
2: If I may interject with a thought, I believe that we are not forged and those who would call themselves that would choose it as a name. I believe that we are Ashes. And so I have called myself that we are the remnants of a burning war that has been fought, but is being fought no longer.
1: So uh, I, I'm not sure if you were listening to the initial beginnings of the broadcasting here, but, uh, but we have a strike going on here in Shard. Many Warforge have stopped working and are trying to get equal treatment for, from their overseers on different job sites. And they are pushing for that by refusing to work. Uh, is, is that something that you were aware of? How do you, how do you feel about that?
2: I seem to misunderstand. Are they striking those who command them?
1: Oh god, oh no, no, no. Uh, they 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 are they've walked out. They've left they've left working. They were working on different lines in the warehouse district and they've stopped entirely and have moved to uh standing outside refusing to go back in until they are treated uh the same.
2: Interesting. I was certainly not aware of this. Why or rather, what is the treatment that they are receiving that makes them unhappy?
0: I believe that it's- is it a pay issue? I,
1: I, I believe that it was just a rights issue, that they're not being treated. We're, we're getting conflicting reports at this point in time. We, we haven't narrowed it down as of yet. Then, the Sharon is good for a lot of things, but getting information quickly is not one of those.
2: Interesting. I believe that there is no statement to be made currently, until we have more information. I, that is fair as well.
0: I've already said my thoughts, but... Uh, I I do have to say that I, I I stand by those Warforged. They're people and they deserve to be treated just like every other human, Korovar, and Elf.
2: But Elves are not humans, and Warforged are not humans, or Elves.
0: I'm not a human, I'm a gnome, but I still deserve to be treated well.
2: I believe so. I believe that perhaps well and the same are very different things.
1: How do you personally view Drome? And the different monsters that come from there, the harpies, the minotaurs, do you see those as people as well?
2: Do they see themselves as people?
1: I think they're striving towards that. I think there's been a big push. Uh, We're actually going to have the mayor of Greywall on to discuss them joining us as a nation. And I think that's a rather exciting prospect. Uh, But there are people here in Charn in particular who do not see them as people.
2: Interesting. I believe the view that I have constructed The desire, the need to adapt is something that all of us should take into consideration, not just the ashes, but those who have been here and survived and those who are new.
0: I have to agree with that entirely. I think that especially those of us who will be living much longer than a majority of the other people, we should thrive to continue to grow and change as our environment lets us.
2: I believe the time of strife was the one that brought all of us about, and now that it is over, it seems as though it is time to come together, as that would be the logical opposite to a war. I believe division is something that we should be done with.
0: Does that mean that you support a united
1: Galifar? I believe so. Well, I think that in order to get there, it would take a a lot, unfortunately. Uh, There's a lot of... uh, animosity between nations and i can't see them just immediately going back to a united galifar but maybe that's something we should all strive for is a more united group of nations
2: that is why i disagree with the lord of blades he is causing more division more pain it's ignorant
0: i agree well ashes we thank you so very much for joining us it's wonderful to have you on is there anything that you personally would like to say to all of our listeners, the people sitting at the Echoer devices across to Sharn, is, is, is there anything that you would like them to know?
2: I would like all of you listening to question your beliefs, your intentions, and your purpose. Perhaps it is time for them to change, as we have.
1: Well said. I, I can't imagine what it is like to be post-war and, and a fighter as you are.
2: It is akin to ashes.
1: And, and I think that, that that is hard to hear. That it, it is difficult for you to exist in this world and we 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 thank you so much for coming in and talking with us today and being a part of this conversation and hopefully moving the people of sharn towards a more enlightened
2: view interesting so i want to say to everyone out there thank
1: you for listening to this broadcasting of a chronicle of echoes
0: I want everybody to have a most wonderful weekend. And as always, particularly with you forged. Keep an ear out for those echoes of hope.